six million Jewish people died systematically under the hand of Hitler only 70 years ago. And yet today we are still seeing anti-Semitism on the rise. And, you know, people ask, how is this possible? How are we here right now that we're still dealing with this issue? And I always come back to this. This is a spiritual issue. This is the Friends of Israel Today. I'm Steve Conover. In light of the recent act of anti-Semitism at the Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, security is on the mind of Jewish people all around the United States. Today, Zach Miri, Deputy Director of the Community Security Service, will join Chris Katolka. They're discussing what the CSS does to protect the Jewish people and what you can do to help. Let's join Chris now. On October 27th, um, I'm sure all of our listeners know what happened. Just a a few weeks ago, a needless, tragic loss of life happened um, when a a gunman went into the Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, in the Squirrel Hill neighborhood, and opened fire on a group of worshipers who were celebrating Sabbath and who were actually doing a baby naming ceremony at that time as well. Uh, it was all over the news. It was it's, it's global news because of what happened. Eleven people died. I, I want to read a statement from our executive director, Dr. Jim Showers. I want you to hear what he had to say here. Once again, the Jewish community is the victim of one of the most ancient hatreds known to mankind, anti-Semitism. A gunman took advantage of the freedoms afforded to Americans and walked into a synagogue uncontested where he attacked Sabbath worshipers. This was pure evil. He continues declaring all Jews must die. That's, that's what this gunman said. He declares all Jews must die. He, he, he revealed a heart that stands opposed to God's heart. Through the prophet Isaiah, God said, woe to those who call evil good. Now listen, since our founding 80 years ago, the Friends of Israel Gospel Ministry has been proud to identify as Christians who love the Jewish people. We are privileged to stand in solidarity with them, and we mourn with the Jewish community and strongly condemn the attack in Pittsburgh. We abhor and oppose anti-Semitism in any form, whether verbal or physical. It is wrong, and we pray the peace of God uh, to comfort all of those who are hurting, and we ask for his blessing upon on his chosen peoples. And for my listeners, I, I really want you to understand the Friends of Israel was founded. We were born out of the persecution of the Jewish people. We were founded in 1938 and as a group of Christian businessmen and women who come together in Philadelphia to raise funds to help the Jewish people who were suffering during the Holocaust. And so it is embedded in our DNA that we help and we support and we raise awareness about anti the hatred of Jewish people. Now, as of course, I'm sure all of you were going through the news, uh, I found a Washington Post article that said this, the Tree of Life Synagogue has practiced active shooter drills. Staff members knew the protocols and they assessed the building's security just last year. On high uh, holy days, police officers would keep watch outside the synagogue. But like many synagogues across the country, Tree of Life had its doors open for Saturday's Shabbat services. 
Now, listen, anytime I go to a synagogue, I am always welcomed by security. Security is a major issue in the Jewish community. And that's why I can think of nobody better than to bring Zach Miri, the deputy director of the Community Security Service, to our program. Zach, great to have you, my friend. Thank you very much for having me, Chris. Zach, can you share with our listeners, this is really important, we're talking about what happened at the Tree of Life Synagogue. We're talking about anti-Semitism, the fact that anti-Semitism, sadly, is still alive. It's still well 70 years after the Holocaust. You think we would have learned by now. But sadly, even in America, even in America, uh, we still have Jewish people who go to worship and f- uh, in America, in the freest country uh, on earth, they go to worship and they face anti-Semitism, persecution. Can you share about what the community security services do that you, that you work with? Sure, absolutely. Uh, essentially, we're trying to create a culture of security awareness within our community. It's, it's disappointing that we have to, um, have to operate on such a level where we're constantly speaking about security. That's just the unfortunate reality. Um, I tell people that I'm, I'm, I'm two things. One, I'm a lover of reality and I'm a student of history. And I see what's going on around the world. And that's our reality. We, we have to come to terms with it. And, and, and I see w- what has happened throughout history to Jews, and we have to come to terms with that. So as an organization, we try to have the discussion with communities in a way that doesn't in, instill fear. But we do it out of a love for our communities, uh, a love for our way of life. So we enable communities to create a sustainable infrastructure that will allow them to secure their institutions and essentially secure their way of life. So we train members on certain things from counter surveillance to perimeter control to access control to identifying suspicious behavior. And in turn, they get to be the liaison between their communities and the police. We work hand in hand with the police. Cooperation with law enforcement is very, very important to us. And we're trying to empower the individual to take an active role in securing their communities, Zach. When when I go to a synagogue event, um, usually it's an event. It's not a. It's not. Um, it's not Sabbath, which is a regular uh, time of worship for the Jewish people. This is usually an event where a lot of, um, you know, uh, uh, a lot from the Jewish community come out to to hear maybe from a guest speaker on Israel or the Jewish people or something of that nature. Uh, so there's usually uh, it's pr- the security is usually pretty well staffed. I mean, we're talking police officers from the town, uh, security in the synagogue. But, you know, um, for a regular Sabbath service, I'm sure uh, smaller synagogues can't afford to have a security service like the larger ones can. Is that that an issue uh, in the Jewish community, Uh, especially as we're seeing what's happening um, in Squirrel Hill and Pittsburgh? Absolutely. Um, Unfortunately, the synagogues are... are tax with various expenses. They raise money from congregants, as you understand. So security has never been a top priority, so there hasn't been money allocated for such a need. So to make that shift is one thing. To actually make it something tangible where you can address is something else. So um, the, the costs certainly have, have weighed on communities. And CSS, because of our operations, have saved tens of millions of dollars throughout the country because we're able to create that infrastructure without having to be an excessive cost on the synagogues. So that is part of the, the reason we were established is to, is to help mitigate those, those costs. 
Now tell me, you, I love what you said. You're a realist, but you also, what did you say? You also understand history. You look back, you're not scared to look at what's happened in the past. And that's usually the problem is history has the ability to repeat itself. And, and like I said earlier, you would think by now we would have learned from the Holocaust. We would have learned just 70 years earlier of, of what could happen, especially in Jewish communities. And here we are again, faced with an issue where, where we have someone committing the most atrocious acts of anti-Semitism, literally going into a synagogue during worship and gunning down the most innocent people. Um, can you tell me, when you look at history, how do you how do you profile that? How do you go back and you say, okay, this is history. We have to be ready. We have to be prepared. Can you, can you unpack that a little more when you talked about the type of personality that you have? Sure. Um, I think an issue that we have specifically with the Jewish community and so larger discussion that we had uh, collectively where we are in, 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 uh, as a society. But I think we see ourselves as detached from history. I think we compartmentalize there was history and then there is now. Rather than see ourselves as a link to all the previous generations, with that is a link to the actual history. So history has never changed. We're not past history. We're just the next essentially incarnation of, of, of reality. History is a, a collection of realities. So nothing's changed. There have been ebbs and flows of, of anti-Semitism, but it's always lurked there and it has been manifested in diff- different ways in different locations. You see this kind of thing going on all the time in Europe. You see this going on all the time in Israel and in South America, all over the world. So we, we managed to be very myopic, unfortunately, in how we perceive history and, and and the threats. So we need to see ourselves as just an extension of what was before and what will be, what will come and an extension of all of the other areas throughout the world, because we are living in the same reality. We just need to understand that. Do you feel as though, you know, it seems to be that from out of the East, we have anti-Semitism. It's moving across Europe. It's now coming. It's really rearing its ugly head in America more than ever before, statistically. Um, Does the Community Security Service have any um, outlets in Europe uh, with the rise of anti-Semitism that's happening there? We're a completely uh, American organization based in the U.S. And we, we see what's going on in Europe. And we, of course, have intelligence reports because that's an international community that information is shared and, and must continue to be shared. But um, we don't have relations with them. But there, there, are, there are other groups that, that operate similarly to CSS. And there's been a long history of communities doing this. And it's been absolutely essential. So we do, while we um, gain unfortunately, from the realities over there, and we learn from them, we, we don't have actual outlets over there. My friends, we are talking with Zach Mary, who's the deputy director of the Community Security Service, uh, an organization uh, that goes into synagogues, into Jewish communities, and educates, teaches, prepares people uh, for moments like this, for the Tree of Life Synagogue. Uh, security is needed now more than ever with the rise of anti-Semitism and the work that they're doing is absolutely amazing. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back. I want to ask Zach one more question. I want to ask him a question that that pertains to his work in the Jewish community, but then I want him to share with you how you can get involved with the Community Security Service. Stick around.
At the Friends of Israel Gospel Ministry, we emphasize the need for solid biblical teaching and accurate analysis on the news of the day. One of the best resources for great biblical teaching that I know is our bi-monthly magazine, Israel My Glory. Israel My Glory has been around since 1942 and is trusted by well over 150,000 subscribers. Hi, friends. I'm Chris Katolka. You know, years ago when I lived in Dallas, I met a woman who loved Israel My Glory because it was a valuable resource for her to teach her Sunday school class. She loved Israel My Glory so much that she bound all the issues together and archived decades of our magazine. Well, those days of physically archiving past issues are gone. Now you can get Israel My Glory on your smartphone, tablet, or computer. Wherever you are, you'll have access to the latest Israel My Glory, as well as an archive of past issues that are easily searchable. So whether you're a pastor preparing for your next message, or someone interested in understanding Jewish culture and customs, biblical prophecy, or news surrounding Israel and the Middle East, we want to invite you to digitally dive into Israel My Glory. Visit foiradio.org to sign up for your version of Digital Israel My Glory. Welcome back, everybody. We're, we're talking with Zach Murray, the Deputy Director of the Community Security Service. Zach, thank you so much for being with us. Our, our, let me ask you this. In light of what happened in uh, at the Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh, how busy are you right now? Are you are you more busy than you've ever been before? Absolutely. Um, we were getting calls and emails by the scores. Um, it, it's an unfortunate thing, but if there's any positive to come from this situation, it, that people are now starting to have that discussion of security and wanting to take concrete action to protect their communities, which is great. Um, not great for us, but great as, because this is a conversation we've wanted to have since our inception about 11 years ago. And we've loathed the day that something like this would happen. And we've said that something like this might be unfortunately necessary for people to wake up and understand. So that's what's happening. There is this, there's this awakening and people are saying, okay, let's, let's talk about this. What, what do we need to do? So in turn, we are extraordinarily busy right now. Zach, tell me, you know, this event happened in Pittsburgh, but tell me what's going through the minds of the Jewish community all around the country right now. What, what, what are they thinking? They're thinking their city could have been Pittsburgh. It could be Denver. It could be New York. No one, no one knows. No one knows what's, what's uh, in a way looking behind the bushes. So everyone understands that it just happened to be Pittsburgh and it can just happen to be their city wherever they live in. So they understand that as a, a community, we're very vulnerable. And then as an individual community uh, relative to their synagogue or their neighborhood, they, they also understand their vulnerability. So everyone, everyone's a little, I would say, more than just a little on edge right now. I, I would agree with you. I was just uh, talking with my friend and we were discussing, you know, of all places, Pittsburgh, you know, if, if someone heard that this happened in, 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 
LA or New York City, you know, maybe it would it would they would think differently about it. But Pittsburgh is not the type of place where you would expect such a a radical act of anti-Semitism to take place. And and I think you're exactly right. I I think when you think about it happening in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh to me is every city in some way. And so it really levels the playing field that this isn't just something for New York. This isn't just something for L.A. This is something for every single city out there because we know statistically anti-Semitism is on the rise. And, and Zach, that's the reason that we need community security service. Zach, can you share with our listeners, this is a Christian audience. These are people who love Israel. They love the Jewish people. They do. They, they stand against anti-Semitism. Uh, they stand in solidarity with the Jewish people. Can you share with them ways that they can get involved with the community security service? Sure. Um, our primary concern right now is is unfortunately fundraising. We've maxed out our bandwidth. We have a limited staff. It's 98% volunteer organization. People are giving over their time. And to field all of the calls and to meet all the expansion demands and to get new equipment and to do this, we're, we, we're very limited uh, funding. So any contributions will be very well appreciated. Um, and short of that, getting the word out about CSS to communities where they might have smaller Jewish populations or if there are relations with um, in, in areas where we're, we don't have a presence, our ambition is to be in every Jewish community, large or small. We want to be operational there. We want to at least conduct trainings there, if not set up full volunteer teams. So really it's about um, helping show up the limited resources that we have and also to uh, enable expansion. Can you share how our people can donate? Can they do it online? Can they call? How should they do that? Absolutely. You can go right online. We have a special page put up, unfortunately, because of the the incident. Uh, It's thecss.org. And very simple, you can contact us or you can make a contribution. Um, we've, We've basically done away with all of the the other information on the website, you can access it later on. But right now, it's the most important thing is to just help this movement grow and help help the word spread and help secure our communities throughout the country. Folks, we're talking about the physical protection of the Jewish people while they worship right here in America. To think that we actually need security is just mind blowing to me. But this is the this is the state of reality that we're in right now. Anti-Semitism is on the rise. There is a need to train uh, for uh, uh, people for physically protecting Jewish people as they worship Sabbath or as they go to high holy days or whatever. So I want to encourage you, our listeners, you heard Zach, go to the CSS org right there you can find out all the information on how you can give to help expand this work zach i know you are busy um and thank you for coming on in such short notice we really appreciate it thank you very much for having me chris and i appreciate the the opportunity to speak to everybody thanks zach You know, I often get asked by people, why is there still anti-Semitism today? Uh, we were just talking about the fact that it's only been 70 years since Hitler uh, made a plan to literally uh, get rid of, to annihilate 
uh, all of the Jewish people. And, you know, he, he actually accomplished uh, a lot. He killed half of the Jewish population at that time. Six million Jewish people died systematically under the hand of Hitler only 70 years ago. And yet today we are still seeing anti-Semitism on the rise. And, you know, people ask, how is this possible? H- how are we here right now that we're still dealing with this issue? And I always come back to this. This is a spiritual issue. This isn't something that's just happening uh, against the Jewish people because they are Jewish. It's deeper than that. This is a satanic act. This is a spiritual warfare against the Jewish people because remember, God's not through with Israel. God's not through with the Jewish people. And I want to show you because in Psalm chapter 83, uh, the psalmist gives us a, a, a perfect picture of the spiritual battle that's going on here. Remember, this psalm was written thousands of years ago. And and listen to what it says. Psalm 83. Oh God, do not keep silent. Do not hold your peace or be still, O God. For behold, your enemies make an uproar. Those who hate you have raised their heads. They lay crafty plans against your people. That's the Jewish people. Your people. They consult together against your treasured ones. They say, come, let us wipe them out as a nation. Let the name of Israel be remembered no more. For they conspire with one accord against you they make a covenant against you talking about god this this issue of anti-semitism isn't a modern issue friends this has been going on all throughout history since god set the jewish people apart to be his chosen people to bring to be the bearers of his message of the good news the very fact that you have a bible today it's a jewish book through and through the nation of israel today is a testimony of god's faithfulness because of those promises in the bible god's message of redemption through jesus the jewish messiah it's all connected god has a plan for israel and the jewish people and satan is doing all that he can to thwart that plan it's been going on for millennia ever since god chose israel he's been against, satan's been against them just think about it egypt Assyria, Babylon, all of these empires that worked against the Jewish people, that persecuted the Jewish people. I'm thinking of the Persians. The story of Esther is all about one man, Haman, who who, who couldn't stand the fact that Mordecai, a Jew, wouldn't bow down to him. And so in his heart, he plotted to literally eliminate, wipe out all of the Jewish people. That's what the whole book of Esther is about. But again, God's faithfulness to preserve his people. The Greeks tried to wipe out the Jewish people, the Romans, the Spanish inquisitions, uh, the, the crusader period, the Russian pogroms. And folks, we just mentioned Hitler. There is a long history of anti-Semitism. And folks, it goes back to one thing. It's a spiritual issue. It's a spiritual warfare. God is protecting his people, but yet at the same time, Satan is working to thwart God's plan. Why? Because God still has a purpose for Israel and a purpose for the Jewish people.
This is a spiritual issue. This isn't this isn't an ethnic issue. This doesn't come back just because they're, they're Jewish, they hate them. There's a deeper issue. This person that murdered the 11 people at the Tree of Life Synagogue had a view that was against God. It wasn't just against the Jewish people. It was against God's plan. Did you hear what the psalmist said in Psalm 83? It's against you that they do these things. There is a force at work in the world to eliminate the Jewish people. It's Satan. And so folks, let's keep praying together. Let's keep working together to stand up for our Jewish friends, to, to, to stand against anti-Semitism, the hatred of Jewish people, and, and to remember that we are, as Christians, uniquely connected to our Jewish friends through Jesus, the Jewish Messiah. Thank you for joining us for the program today. We appreciate Zach Miri coming on, and you can find out more about the Community Security Service by going to thecss.org. Again, that's thecss.org. We want to take a moment to mention that the Friends of Israel Today is a listener-supported program. Would you prayerfully consider becoming a monthly supporter of this ministry? You can find out more at foiradio.org, that's foiradio.org, or call and leave us a message on our listener line at 888 888- 343-6940. Again, that's 888-343-6940. And someone will return your call during regular business hours. Our host and teacher is Chris Katolka. Today's program was produced by Tom Galeone, co-written by Sarah Fern. Our theme music was composed and performed by Jeremy Strong. I'm Steve Conover, executive producer. The Friends of Israel Today is a production of the Friends of Israel Gospel Ministry. We are a worldwide Christian ministry communicating biblical truth about Israel and the Messiah while fostering solidarity with the Jewish people.